My Fame Explained podcast episode 22. Natalie Rose. I was at the it was at the Patriot Stadium. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm standing on the field and someone from the social team was telling me how, you know, this stadium can if it's completely full, it can hold up to like sixty thousand people. So I'm I'm processing that and I'm thinking, you know, and when you're able to actually visualize and see because it looked like the whole stadium was full. I know it wasn't, but you looked right, up right. and you're seeing the full seats and I'm like, wait, this is this is 60,000 people. I have 2.5 million followers. And so then I'm just like trying to do the math. I'm like, holy crap. Like, and I think that for me was kind of how exposed and how much on a platform I really am on. Welcome to the My Famed Explained podcast, a podcast with the people you know and the personal stories behind their fame. I'm your host, Larry Gilbert. In March 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, while it seemed the world came to a standstill, Natalie Rose was searching for a way to express her creativity, since performing on stage was a passion of hers. And so she thought she would try TikTok. She started to post videos regularly with some comments, likes, and reactions. But it wasn't until one particular video she posted in July of 2021 that went viral and led to a series for her followers to guess what career she's in. Since then, she has amassed well over 2.6 million followers on the platform as of early 2022. And now she has many well-known brands, personalities, and even professional sports teams wanting to work with her. So what was it about that one video that went viral and ultimately led to her fame? Well, I'll let her tell you in her own words. Here's my conversation with Natalie Rose and her TikTok career fame explained. So um, obviously this podcast is My Fame Explained and it's explaining people's fame. And usually it's focused around a particular job of that person, um, you know, or their career and uh, how they became successful and how they got to, to where they are. Now with you, no one actually really knows what your career is. And that's kind of like what your fame is based on on TikTok. But before we get to all of that, I kind of want to just talk about you and um, where you're from, what state you're from, um, where you were born, your, your family, that kind of thing. My, my name is Natalie Rose. I am I'm from Portland, Oregon. Um, and I, I was born in Portland, Oregon and grew up here kind of my whole life. I currently live in Oregon still. But um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of this I don't know, outgoing person in high school and would love going and chasing waterfalls, even though TLC tells you not to do that. And <laughs> <laughs> going on hikes and hanging out with my friends just kind of outside. Like, even if it rained, we were always doing something. And so um, graduated high school, I moved to Utah and went to school out there, graduated. And now I'm, I'm back home and I'm, you know... Um, I have this amazing <laughs> lucky shot where I had a, a viral video on TikTok and I went famous because of it, quote unquote famous, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, so, I mean, you got onto TikTok in what, March of 2020, kind of the start of the pandemic, right? And, and you yes. know, you did typical TikTok things, right? The, the people do dancing yeah. and that kind of thing. But uh, but it wasn't until July of 2021 that one particular video you posted 
drew a particular comment that then led to what would then your your account um, kind of uh, develop into. Yeah, correct. So I think my story is pretty similar to a lot of content creators where, you know, they got the app, they got TikTok during the pandemic. I got it. I got on the app to kind of have a creative outlet in order for me to have something to keep me busy so I wasn't going to go crazy during lockdowns, right? So that's why I was doing TikTok in the first place. Um, I was doing, you know, your, like you said, your stereotypical, like, cringeworthy lip syncing videos and whatnot. But that was because I didn't really care. I had no intention of having my videos go viral. That was never really the goal. It was simply to keep me sane. And it did. And I was, I was, am still so thankful for the app and what it provided for me during the pandemic. And then, yeah, I mean, fast forward a year, a year and a couple months later, I, I posted a video of me dancing with a coworker in my scrubs at work. And then um, that, for whatever reason, that video went viral. And it was just a lot of people making comments about me being a nurse saying, oh, well, she's a nurse. And, oh, we didn't know Natalie was a nurse. That's so cool. And then there was just this one comment from this person who said, remember when you're supposed to be saving lives at work? Or remember when you're supposed to be saving people's lives, but instead you're at work making TikToks. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being kind of irritated with that comment because I thought to myself, I think I'm old enough to be able to manage, like have time management and know when I should and shouldn't be on an app. And there is such things as like breaks, but then also it was just the kind of a quick assumption that they just kind of knew what I had done for a living. And it was just comical to me because I'm not a nurse. Like, I can just tell, like, I'm not a nurse. And everybody was just so sure of that, especially this person. So I had made a, a response video to that comment. And I did the same song, same dance, different coworker. But this time I held up a sign <laughs> and I just said, well, I'm not a nurse. Not so, a like, nurse, here yeah. goes your theory. <laughs> and so... And so in the caption, I just wrote, oh, this will be fun. Like, let's try and guess what I do for a living. And that's when, you know, we had some like serious comments, serious guesses. People were like, okay, well, she's not a nurse. What kind of job could she have from being in scrubs? So, you know, people were saying, oh, well, she's a vet tech or she's a dental hygienist or she's a um, ultrasound tech, you know. And then the funny comments came in. I love the one thing I love about my followers is that they're quick. They are quick on their feet and they are so witty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had a couple of people say, Oh no, she's, she's a janitor or she's a dump truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I saw those comments and someone said, no, she's clearly a firefighter. And then that's when it kind of clicked. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I could go somewhere with this. I have access to some people and their jobs and what they can do. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's kind of how it snowballed into where we are today. And um, is that kind of then your inspiration for whatever your next, you know, quote unquote career is, are the comments, or do you then just kind of develop some in your mind and be like, oh man, that would be a cool profession to to throw out there. Let me go, you know, dive into that and, and put that out there. For sure. I think at the beginning, um, so there's only so much, inserting myself into people's lives you can do (laughs) because at the beginning I I was doing that I was 
I did the firefighter one because I knew my brother-in-law is a firefighter. So I knew I had easy access. So it was just all about like, who do you know? What connections do you have to be able to make these videos? And so um, I, I knew that I needed to have some type of connection, but at the same time, like you just don't. And so there were some times where we had to plant, um, plant the comment in there. Like for example, like she's a welder. I know that someone, um, I know someone much later on had made that comment, but my brother's a welder. So I knew that that'd be like an easy job to be able to execute because I had that connection. Yeah. But there are other times where, no, I, I literally will just answer or pick one based off of people's comments that they've left. And I save them because I, I'll read through the comments and I think, oh, that's a funny one. Or, ooh, I really like this one. And then I make it a goal to try and execute that particular job. So then it's like, okay, who can I reach out to? What type of connections do I have? Do I just blindly insert myself and slide into someone's DMs and say, hey, wondering if we can make this video together, which we've had to do multiple times. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and as far as like um, some of the collaborations and stuff, so those are then kind of uh, pre-planned or, you know, do... Do some other TikTokers, you know, reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? Or is it a little bit of both? Everything is planned. And that is my, and that is because that is my choice. I'm a very organized person and I, I don't like creating things on a whim because I feel like sometimes that mm, lessens the value of the video, so to say. So every collaboration you've seen on my TikTok has been planned either days, weeks, sometimes even months in advance. Um, when I first started off, and this is kind of like a fun fact, when I first started off with this trend, Victor the Viking from the, uh, from the Vikings in yep. Minnesota reached out to me in August of this year. So several months ago. Okay. And we had been coordinating back and forth for months, like months, because if you can tell, I just now, I just now did my collaboration with them this last month. So from August up until now, we had been scheduling, figuring out flights. We had been, um, gosh, what else? Trying to figure out content, how we're going to make a big splash on the page, things like that. And some collaborations, they just work out a lot easier. Um, I'm trying to think like the Oregon Ducks, they reached out to me on, I want to say like on a Saturday. And then I was out there on a Monday. I drove up there on a Monday and we had pumped out the video really quick. So sometimes they go really quick. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously, there's a benefit too to them um, collaborating with you. One, you're you're a great creator, and so who wouldn't want to be on your on your feed? And then, you know, for them, it gives them some some unique content. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, and um, it's it's fun to brainstorm with with people who have similar like a similar mindset, a similar creative mindset as you. So it's really fun to see how their brain works and how they can come up with audios or sounds for additional videos because I do a lot of that now we used to just do like one video and then call it good but now it's we take advantage of 
the time that we have with the whoever it is we're collaborating with and we we'll push out like four or five videos with them because we're thinking, well, why aren't we doing this? We should be doing more videos with them if they're up for it, of course. Right, right, yeah. Um, and I probably should ask this question a little sooner, but your background is in, in drama or you, you've done some acting and that kind of thing, theater work? I mean, let's not throw that term around loosely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, but, but you enjoy like, like performing or that sort of thing, you know, as opposed to someone who's, you know, never done it before. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm trying to create TikToks and I've never done anything, anything like that. And, you know, talking about yes. being organized and, you know, with any sort of like video, you know, my background's in video. So any sort of video production, there's storyboards and, and scripts and all these other other um, plans. And I think for most right. people, I think, and I think most people think social media is just, you know, hit record and, and whatever comes out is, is what's there, but there's really a lot more work behind it um, than, than, you know, yeah, what you see in the 30 second clip. Yeah, that's very valid. Um, so yes, to answer your first question, <laughs> I, I, yes, I did. I did theater in high school. You know, it was kind of like a secondary option to sports. I, I ended up injuring my hip in high school. And so I wasn't able to do the sports that I wanted to. And so I found theater and I'm so glad I did it. Um, it might've not been like the most quote unquote popular thing to participate in when you're in high school, but I really enjoyed it. And it was definitely something I did for me and no one else. And then um, when I moved out to Utah for school, they uh, Utah has a lot of local community theaters and I participated in that as well. So when you say background, that is that's the extent <laughs> of my background. <laughs> well, you, I enjoy it. I yeah, um, no, definitely. But like, but what you were saying about how people just assume like it's just really easy, just like hit the record button. They don't really see what's going on behind those thirty seconds of that video. Like I, that's so true. There are some comments I get where people say like, "Oh, she's the laziest TikToker ever," and I <laughs> and I think that's them coming it's them it's coming from a place of them thinking that oh because i'm doing the same song or the same dance every time that's what makes me quote unquote lazy but the it hurts me sometimes because i think to myself are you kidding i am literally traveling like i'm doing three collaborations a week and people recognize that too they say wait you were just in minnesota how are you in vegas now how are you in california it's like yeah, because yeah. i i'm on a plane a lot of the time and so i got more interactive on my instagram posting on my stories so people could actually see the behind the scenes and seeing in real time where i'm going how i'm doing it handling it how often i'm at the airport now things like that <laughs> right right yeah none of these are green screened you know so oh Keep my gosh mind. have you seen those comments <laughs> <laughs> i've heard you mention and them but yeah um yeah and you know there's always going to be those, those people that are that are negative out there that will consistently probably comment on all your videos with something negative and it's like well if you really don't like that person then why are you watching all their videos and commenting you know i know right so i have a question for you i'm going to turn the tables for a second oh, so okay. you um you said that you have a background in like uh video production or editing or i don't know the right term for that but yeah. um in your opinion do you and do you think that they're green screens um no not at all no because i mean you're you're interacting wherever you're at so usually you can tell right. a green screen you know um yeah and no i i haven't been able to to pick up any green screens why have you done some <laughs> just, now are you admitting to some 
<laughs> no, I've never done a green screen, but I never know how to, and I know I don't, I don't have to explain myself to people, but I never know how to like, other than just saying, no, I was there. Like I'll post a photo on my story so you can see I was there if you don't believe me. But right, I, right. on like a, a technical standpoint, you know, people will be like, obviously it's a green screen. You can see how blurry it is on this right corner of the frame. <laughs> la da da And my response is I was filming with a front facing camera. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be more blurry, but I know. And, and do people on. really think then that you flew in the whatever NFL mascot, like, you know, to, to act with you in I front know. of a green screen in your, in your home. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> I know that's what's funny. It's like, oh, you're right. I was able to get the Oregon Duck mascot, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me film on their field. That makes sense. Yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Anyway, that's funny. Um, okay, so um, and how long? Oh, okay, so I guess you kind of mentioned how long one takes to shoot, but <laughs> so is there any particular one that's that's been your favorite so far um, to work with, whether it's a company, an organization, or something, or uh, or a particular you know collaboration with someone? Yeah, um, I think working with the Indianapolis Colts and the Vikings was, those are probably up there. I mean, I have enjoyed every single collaboration. I've been so thankful, nothing but gratitude for the social teams that have worked out, like, or reached out to me for us to work together. But I think that, um, the uh the Colts mascot blue um yeah. working with him was i mean it was just such a fun weekend um they flew me out they put me up in a really nice hotel and they just really went above and beyond to take care of me the Colts was one particular collaboration where i unfortunately had to go alone and i try very hard not to go to collaborations by myself for safety purposes right. but this was you know this was this was one of those collaborations where i did have to go alone and i had voiced to blue that i was a little nervous and just from me mentioning it one time they went above and beyond above and beyond to make sure i was safe taken care of you know the only time i was ever in my hotel room was when i went to bed yeah. They had me in the stadium with them. If we went out and hit the town, they had one of their interns with me. They had someone picking me up from the airport. You can just tell that they really care about the people that they fly out and take care of in that sense. And to me, that stuff is, it, it's very, it does not go unrecognized for me because being a young 25 year old female, those are things, those are just additional things you have to think about. And I know sometimes companies won't think about that they just assume like oh she's fine she's done this a hundred times and you know maybe I have but it's still hard but we had so much fun we got to go out to dinner and we had I had dinner with the Seattle Seahawks mascot as well because that's who they were going against for week one of NFL so uh -huh. you know us like these two mascots me their marketing team are all together out at dinner and next thing you know they're like pulling out their mascot costumes at dinner <laughs> in this like private room that we had yeah. and then they're going and serving food to all of the people <laughs> in this restaurant it was so fun but that you know I, I think that just because that was maybe one of my first experiences um the Colts definitely kind of set the bar for me in regards to like oh like this is 
common courtesy. This is so nice of them to do this for me. And so I kind of like compare everything to the cult now with <laughs> how <laughs> I'm, I'm treated, which is maybe not good. But at the same time, like, and, you know, Blue and I, we just hit it off. I mean, stand up guy, he, um, his name's Trey Mock. And he yep. he's one of the he's like the only mascot that does. Well, don't quote me on that. I feel like he's one of the only mascots that does a mask reveal. So people know who he is. He goes to high schools and he, you know, takes off his mask for high school students and compares it to like, take off your social mask and just be who you are. Just a stand up guy for sure. And then of course the Vikings, but that's just because Victor, him and I are, uh, he's from the same area that I'm from. And so there was just a really cool connection and just like being able to hit it off with, um, oh, you went to this high school? I went to this high school. And, you know, and being able to talk about our hometown it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And you've collaborated with quite a few NFL teams. So that's going to be really fun um, working with them. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I love how creative their social team gets. I feel like working with me has kind of made their social team push the boundaries a little bit because I know that. Um, they might feel like, oh, I just don't know if we can execute this type of collaboration. And I feel like me saying, well, why don't you just ask? Like, just ask them, see what happens. And yeah. then they ask and then it happens. Like with the Vikings, you know, working with Victor, when we first were uh, communicated, we were like, okay, what can we do that's going to make a big splash for the page? And I told him, I said, Victor, if you can get me on the field with a player, that is what's going to make a big splash on the page. And the Vikings are the only team that have been able to actually get me in a video with a player. And I've worked with multiple teams and I know yeah, with yeah. COVID and there's a lot of restrictions and I get that, but they were able to somehow swing it. And I mean, the video's blown up pretty good because of it. So super thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How did the first one come about though? Did they reach out to you or did you, did someone say, no, she's an NFL player, works for a team, and then say, okay, now I need to find a team that would, you know, allow me to go there and shoot? Yeah, so, I mean, the very first, so the very first anything football team that reached out to me was um, was the Oregon Ducks. And okay. so working with the Oregon Duck mascot got the attention of a lot of social teams for the NFL. And then it was the Detroit Lions that reached out to me next. And then it was the Vikings as well. But obviously, even though I was in communication with the Vikings, we didn't film anything until this last month. But the um, the Lions, we I flew out the next month. So I had posted my first video with the Oregon Duck. And then the um, Detroit Lions were the ones that said, hey, we want you to film on our field so it kind of was more focused based on working with the mascot rather than a football player but when followers were able to see that I was able to like get on the field that the literal organization was turning on the light in the stadium just for me to make a TikTok video which is still blows my mind I'm like what I'm a loser who would <laughs> do that for me so the fact that they did that I was just yeah. like wow so a lot of it was more focused on working with the mascots because it's easier to get access to the mascots than it is with a player. And so that's why, of course, Victor the Viking was like, well, I want to push the limits even more. I want to get you on the field with a player this time. And so, yeah, they were the, uh, the Lions were like the first NFL team to reach out. Yeah. And were you a fan of any particular team before you started collaborating with them? 
I'm more of a college football fan, but I do okay. feel like I have to say that like the Seattle Seahawks are my NFL team only because I'm on the West Coast. They're just one state above me kind of thing. Right, yeah, yeah, um, geographical thing, sure. Yeah, but I always make the joke, you know, I'd watch I'd watch NFL games with my brothers, family members, and of course they all have their their teams. And so I would always, you know, people ask me and I'll just say, eh, whichever team is winning, <laughs> that's my team. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. Never a loser that way. Um, let's see. Is there a G- is there a dream collaboration or career that, that you want to do that's that you've been thinking about but maybe haven't been, had a chance to pull off yet or or maybe it's just so far out there that, that you don't know how you could pull it off? <laughs> yeah. Um my dream collaboration is to do clearly she's a chef with Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. That's a good one. That's a real I, good one. I, I just think he's wicked. I think he's so cool. And he's just, i I love Gordon Ramsay. And I think that one would be such a funny, fun collaboration to do together. Oh, that one would definitely blow up. Not only for you, but I think yeah. for him as well. <laughs> I know. Right. Thank you. I agree. There, there will come Let's a point where they're going to want to work with you more than, more than you working with them at some point. Um, be, that's crazy to think about. I know. Right. So yeah. I mean, do you ever like pinch yourself and think, wow, I can't believe this is my life. Like, you know, the start of the pandemic was what March, 2020. That's when you got on TikTok. So less than two years ago, um, you went from no social media following to now over two and a half million followers on, on TikTok and even approaching a hundred thousand on, on Instagram. I mean, that's, that's nothing to, to be ashamed of. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I, yes, I have to like take a step back and reflect on that a lot because again, I, I'm just like, I'm a loser. Like I've said this already. It's like, but like, who cares about, like, I'm just this little nobody and overnight fame is a real thing. It happens yeah. and there's no textbook and or guidebook on how to go about doing it other than just staying humble and making sure you have a good village of people underneath you to keep you humble because my family's really good at that. They're really good at making sure I'm <laughs> staying humble in the process. But mm-hmm. I sometimes I sometimes can't comprehend that number, like two and a half million. And I think the first time that it really clicked with me was when I was at an actual stadium. Like I was, I was at the, it was at the Patriot Stadium. Yeah. And I'm, I'm standing on the field and someone from the social team was telling me how, you know, this stadium can, if it's completely full, it can hold up to like 60,000 people. So I'm, I'm processing that. And I'm thinking, you know, and when you're able to actually visualize and see, cause it looked like the whole stadium was full. I know it wasn't, but you look right, up right. and you're seeing the full seats. And I'm like, wait, this is this is 60,000 people? I have 2.5 million followers. And so then I'm just like trying to do the math. I'm like, holy crap. Like, And I think that for me was kind of how exposed and how much on a platform I really am on. Yeah. And... I probably should have recognized that sooner than later, but you know, we have moments, we have moments of like epiphanies and <laughs> sure, whatnot, sure. but yes, I, I am always reflecting and like, geez, this is my life now. Do and you, it's on a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you ever then get recognized when you're out and about or anywhere on any of these? I mean, obviously you probably would if, you know, you're, you're shooting a video and, and, you know, actually creating a TikTok, then people know. 
Um, but I think even even at that though, some people have gotten accustomed to it. I know when I'm walking around um, downtown Tampa where I live, uh, you know, I'll be seeing people like shooting videos and dancing. I know, oh, they must be doing a TikTok, but you know, I don't I don't think twice of like looking at them to say, oh, do I recognize that person or anything like that? But um, so <laughs> yeah. do you ever get recognized? You know, just if you're not doing a TikTok, if you're just out and about at the grocery store or wherever. Yeah, I um, I had my assistant Andrea with me. We were most recently in Vegas for the NFR for the rodeo, okay. and we were leaving. We were leaving the stadium or arena, um, walking to go to our Uber, and I mean, we were just walking, and I got recognized. But I would say I'm not recognized more than I am. Obviously, I mean. Two and I two and a half million people is a lot of people, and I'm not doubt. I'm not saying that it's not a lot, but in comparison to other people, they I mean, other people have a much larger platform than I do, and so um, I'm I'm not recognized more than I am. But I was recognized in California once when I had like a mask on, which was really impressive <laughs> for that Starbucks worker. I was very impressed with him. I had a mask on. I was ordering my drink. And he's like, wait, I know you. And again, my assistant <laughs> was with me. This, Yeah. And I don't, I am not scripted or prepared or anything when that happens. I am always just as much as like, what, wait, who are you talking to me? And I, in that moment, I, I froze up and I looked at Andrea, my assistant, and I was like, um, and thankfully she's just this like bubbly person. And so she just, she's on TikTok. Have you, like, I'm sure you know her. She, she's, she's the clearly she is a girl. And he's just like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing here? And I was just like frozen. And she's like, Oh, you'll have to, you'll have to wait and see what she posts. I'm just so thankful for her. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, funny. Yeah. I'll never get used to that. No. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this. I was like, What would your dream TikTok be? Um, and I think a great one would be the, the newest member of the Black Eyed Peas. So they need to reach out I to know. you. You need to reach out to them. How great would that be? <laughs> I have thought about that. It's funny you. Oh, you already that have. Okay. Actually, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I haven't done it, but I've thought about it, and it's super, super smart. But then I was thinking about it the other day, and I feel as if it's like they're either really for that, or they are so annoyed that I'm using their sound in the way that I am. <laughs> <laughs> so they might be like, "Oh, this girl is so annoying," which is fine, but. Um, I think that'd be so funny to do something with like Will I Am even. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That'd I mean, be a fun one. Well, I mean, think of like all the you know songs, like popular songs from whether it was you know two thousands or nineties or whatever that have come back because some video on on TikTok went viral and now everybody's doing it. I know. Um, there's been and I quite if a few. So. Are, I wonder if artists are okay with that or if they're just like, dang it, my song went TikTok viral. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Well, I think some have embraced it, right? Remember the um, the whole ocean spray guy? But yeah, remember like where he was drinking the ocean spray bottle, uh, skateboarding to work, and it's like then oh it gosh. like took off. Yeah, he did for, it to uh, the Fleet, Fleetwood Mac. To the Fleetwood yeah. Mac song. Yeah, yeah and I feel um, like like some of the members of Fleetwood Mac like embraced it and they kind of did their own thing. So I think they they were cool sure. with it, right? Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. So yeah. Um, I get, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> all right uh so where do you want to be in five years from now do you still want to be doing tiktok do you want to be getting in other things music movies uh tv shows what, what, what would you love to do <laughs> um on a career standpoint uh you know if that's in a year or five years 
I would love to have some type of like Netflix series, just this like a quick series of me going and highlighting people's jobs. So maybe a little bit of like a reality TV show behind it, but more so it's not about me. It's more about going and what it's like to be an NFL mascot, what it's like to be, you know, a hot dog driver on a wiener mobile from Oscar Mayer or what (laughs) it's like to be a professional beekeeper. Um, You know, I have fun um, doing what I do on TikTok and the experiences that I'm having, but I don't really care to be put in the spotlight in the sense of like being in a movie or having a song like or being you know writing music or something i i'm fine being in front of the camera obviously but mm-hmm. it wouldn't the motivation wouldn't be to be about me i would want it to be about other people and their careers cuz i the reason i feel like why i'm successful at what i'm doing is because i love meeting people. I love talking with people. I love getting to know about people's lives and what it is they do for a living. And I think it's just, it's easy. It's easy for me. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a job to visit. And I love that so much. So I think that'd be pretty cool. But you know, um, that's more so on like a career standpoint, on a personal standpoint, I'd love to hopefully be married in the next five years and Mm -hmm. um, having a family and Hopefully I'm still doing TikTok and it's just kind of shifted gears a little bit with the platform, obviously, as everything does. I mean, we're always evolving. And sure. So you have to go with that as well. Yeah, I know. Who knows what, what might be the next like biggest social platform in five years from now? You yeah. know, I don't think anybody would have ever predicted TikTok would have been as big of a hit um, as it I is. Know, and, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I remember just like a year and a half ago getting on it and thinking, wow, this is really amusing telling my my uh, sisters and my mom about it and they're like oh no 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 and now they're on it and sharing videos with me did you see this tiktok or whatever and and i know but a lot of it is is informative and you know i've learned a lot from from the platform as you know as crazy as some people might think it is or as silly as people may think it is um you know you can gain some knowledge from it too so um well cool well um natalie thanks so much for doing this i appreciate it and uh best of luck to you and and all your future success on tiktok or whatever the future holds for you Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for um, making this interview happen. It's probably one of the easiest podcasts or interviews I've ever had to do. That was TikTok influencer Natalie Rose. You can follow Natalie on TikTok at Napples. That's N-N-A-P-P-L-E-S. And on Instagram at Napples underscore. That's N-N-A-P-P-L-E-S underscore. Download and follow the My Famed Explained podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please go to Apple Podcasts, rate us, and leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search My Famed Explained. Have an idea for a future show or want to sponsor the show? You can email us at myfamedexplained at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Larry Gilbert. And this is the My Famed Explained podcast at myfamedexplained.com.